stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Live from DNHQ in beautiful South Pasadena, California, this is the Blue Heaven Podcast. We are powered by the overtime. Maybe that was a little We're too powered. much. <laughs> that was a little too much. We are powered by the Overtime <coughs> Podcast Network. What is going on, guys? My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on the Twitter and the Instagram. What is your puberty powered by that's going on right now? I had a I had a thing. It's okay. Right. That's all right. My name yeah, is Brooke. Probably. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Instagram and Twitter. And I am not going through puberty, I think, probably. <laughs> but things are still going uh, through bad times in baseball. We're going to be talking more about uh, what is it, the Astros scandal, the fallout from the Astros scandal. We're going to be joined by Blue, uh, Big Swing co-host, host uh, Cooper. Mr. Cooper Searles, he's going to be joining us. He is an Astros fan, and and you know he's got some uh, he's got some takes, and we're going to learn about them all together. We also got to talk about Arenado Gate 2020 because uh, Nolan's there's a lot of gates this <laughs> offseason. You know that Nolan is big mad over there in uh, in Colorado, and plus uh, what booing in Anaheim? Eh, we all debate. We got to give our jacket away. Uh, our, Your jacket. Our, yes, yes. My, my personal my sweater jacket. jacket. Yeah. We are doing the announcing the winner of our, what was it, retro jacket? Anyways, the one like Lasorda used to wear back in the good old days. Yeah. This spring, follow your favorite teams to Arizona for Cactus League Baseball. And by favorite teams, of course, we mean your Los Angeles Dodgers. Amazing weather and landscapes, exciting outdoor adventure, incredible food. Arizona is the perfect home base for baseball fans. 10 stadiums, 15 MLB teams, 75-degree temperatures. All 10 stadiums are within 50 miles of one another in the greater Phoenix area. You can meet and actually interact with the players and even get autographs before or after games. The fan experience truly cannot be rivaled when out at spring training. And there's so much to do and see nearby. Arizona is like, I mean, they're known for the incredible landscapes, thrilling outdoor adventures, or so they tell me. So why not check off some of those must-see destinations from your bucket list, like the Grand Canyon, Monument Valley, Horseshoe Bend, maybe even go to Horseshoe Bend twice, you never know. So many more options. Yeah, and check out amazing restaurants and bars nearby, including tons and tons of craft breweries like Four Peaks, Angel's Trumpet Ale House, and Goldwater Brewing Company. And my favorite part, obviously, breakfast. Breakfast. Breakfast is banging out there. Just saying it. Just saying it. Arizona is super family friendly, and with half of the league in town, there's always something to do with the kids and even grandma. Bring grandma. She'll love it. So plan your spring trading getaway at visitarizona.com slash spring training. That is visitarizona.com slash spring training or even download the visit arizona app on google play or the inferior apple store so we got a lot to talk about we got cooper that's coming up here pretty soon uh we are going to talk astros because you know i think that's what you do nowadays in baseball i don't yeah. think you can talk about baseball without talking about the astros but we Absolutely are also going to talk about arenado which is going to be very interesting because there's a lot going there's, on in them rocky mountains a little rocky in those rocky mountains if you know what i mean guys i, I don't understand uh don't forget guys this is a live stream so make sure you drop us in the comments where you're watching from where you're representing dodger nation from what you're drinking what you're thinking what do you wear tonight whatever I got, I got beer and i got rock star we also got our first comment of the evening was sharky boy said hi hi sharky boy thank you for joining us on youtube we uh we got michelle carter says thank god 
Need some blue heaven in my life. Thank you Aww. so much. Look at that. You see a couple of points. SD Dodger throwing out a Sean Figgins got robbed. Bless up for Sean Figgins. The Hall of Fame has no idea what they're doing. How can Shoney Figgins not be a Hall of Famer? That he, one vote that Jeter didn't get better have gone to Figgins. It better have. If it didn't, it better have gone to Brad Petty. <laughs> one person voted for Brad Petty. That is embarrassing. I think Brad Penny bad. is a voter. <laughs> Yeah, he that's what's happening. Himself. Hi, May or Jamie Rivera over on Facebook says best part of the week. Thank you, we appreciate that. But oh, it has a weird so face. Nice. It's a weird emoji. But um, oh, it's know. like a, <laughs> it looks like me when I smile. It's just very painful. All right. Well, obviously, there's a lot going on there. Charles wants to know if I'm okay, and that's that's You're not. very that's subjective. Like we don't. We're, uh, that would be a lot. We to got somebody, you. Candido Perez, <clears throat> watching from San Antonio, Texas. Oof. Thank you for joining us. We're going to have fun together. Let us know about how you feel about them uh, cheating strows. But before we dig into everything good and all the stuff that um, we want to talk about or we need to talk about, we got to announce the winner. I'm going to get it out of the way early. We're going to announce the winner of that retro jacket giveaway. And the winner is... Do I have I a drum roll? I do a drum roll, but I don't know how oh, to here. I have it. There's no... The worst part is the most anticlimactic oh, you drum roll. <clears throat> That's the end of the drum roll. Stacy Deshaun Price of Dandridge, Tennessee. You have won a sweet Tommy Lasorda style retro jacket. So what you're going to want to do, uh, there you go. Email us at podcast at dodgersnation.com to claim your prize. You're going to want to do that within the next 48 hours or else we're going to send it to the Wolves. This is a good chance that happened. But be sure to email us using your own email account, the one you entered with, so we know it's you. That's for our next giveaway. Well, we're giving away, uh, what is it, a bundle deal? I guess we're calling it. What do you got? sorry. Brooke's wife is asking for a shout out. Um, hey, Mrs. Me Three. Hey, me we're, three. we're glad you're alive. We are giving away this suite. I think it's on the screen. We're giving away a Dodgers ball cap and a. Uh, it's actually a really badass hoodie sweater thing, whatever the kids call it. Oh, so it's here, a bundle. Me, here, I have the picture. Yeah. I, I, there you was, go. That was your cue. Yeah. I didn't. I don't know. I was too when busy, I like, said we have a button for yeah. it, I was like, I was hoping that would happen. But there anyways, that is now active. Uh, I think. I think that. Yeah, it's active. So go to DodgersNation.com/slash/giveaways, and uh, you could enter to win that bundle deal package thing. You have until 12 p.m. Pacific time to enter, and it's. Uh, I need to update that part. But February 4th, the next two weeks, you guys have after the Super Bowl. After Super Bowl. <gasps> Yes. After, Would you call that after frozen on ice? After, after frozen, frozen on ice. No, nope. right. frozen on ice is right. on Saturday. All right, not, guys. Not Sunday. Oh, okay. We're boring everybody, and I'm sorry. Like we're not boring everybody. We're having a good time. We're drinking. We're here. Bad. We got we got our Astros trash can. By the way, we're gonna paint that orange and make sure <laughs> to get it going right. But on to the good stuff. How did you do that with only two hands? <laughs> Magic. Yeah. I don't even know where to start with where we last were at. Like last week doing this because since then Alex Cora was fired. James Loney and Sean Green came out pretty much kind of talking shit about him. I don't know. I, Carlos I mean, Beltran lost a job. Carlos, Carlos Beltran's Beltran niece became famous. <laughs> Carlos Beltran, alleged niece. Yeah. Oh, John yeah. Boy started a company off this. Well, he just got a better office. <laughs> he just got a better, better office. office. Yeah. Like I want to. Why don't we get John Boy money? Like that dude. That's like a billion dollar office in NYC. This is. Hey, We're in sp- South Pasadena. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, man. We're going to do a tour soon. <laughs> oh, we got the buzzers? Hey, don't show them the ceiling with the buzzers. We got, we got buzzer there gate? Was, yeah, there was buzzer gate. There's Justin Verlander's Is burner, uh, burner or whatever. There's so much that went down. So I don't even know where to start. Like, honestly, I there was this year. Fan Fest. Astros I love this year so much. Fan Fest. So what we're going to do is we're going to kind of talk a little bit about this together. Everybody here is it's sort of another version of group therapy. And I think. 
I mean, unless something else breaks alarmingly big, <laughs> we're probably done with Astros talk after this week because we got a season to worry about at this point. Um, but you might be done. Huh? <laughs> Astros Fan Fest was a buzz over the weekend, as I like to say. Uh, man, there were interviews. They got Bregman in front of a microphone, and they, for some reason, awkwardly put two rookies next to him. And <laughs> media had nothing to, to say to him. But, um, uh, oh, by the way, Gail asked if contributors can win the giveaway. No, sorry, Gail, you cannot. But, she can get uh, Korean barbecue when she gets out here. But uh, I do owe you a beer, if I'm not mistaken. So when you're out here, you know, win in Rome. I also owe Gail a beer. So, And this is that Cheers. beer. <laughs> but... Yeah, Altuve, so obviously social media, I, I think most of you guys, if you guys are watching us, you understand how social media works, so <laughs> they had a really shortened version of the Altuve, uh, not the Altuve, the other guy, the Bregman interview. Yeah, the short one? <laughs> the shorting. Yeah. <laughs> Your boy Shorty Bregman. And and Briggs, uh, bless her heart, was given... I think I feel was given very, very uh, di implicit directive to not say anything to only if anybody asks you anything to do with the past, this is the line you need to say. And it was a bad line and it was uncomfortable. I don't know if anybody's watched the full interview. If not, I, I think I tweeted it on my Twitter. Uh, it is. I don't know, man. It is any, just any, torture. Might have been less any painful. interview, any interview that you do where you can feel the tension. You know it's bad, and you know when media is even like we're kind of out of questions to ask you at this point, dude. It's kind of awkward. <clears throat> like, like you can tell the media was like, "Yeah, you're not giving us anything, and you're not making yourself look yeah. good." So we're probably gonna stop asking you questions before you bury yourself yeah. somehow. The last time I saw an interview that awkward was Dwight Howard and Stan Van Gundy. Ooh. Remember that? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> hey guys, that it's uh, wait. Where, I have That's the a good one. That's Let's, a throwback. It's yeah. No, I thought I used to have a button that was like like <laughs> this one. Good. There it is, yeah. Yep, that's that one. Didn't they have so, a throwback button? Uh, basically what he said, if you didn't say it, is the commissioner did their studies and the commissioner <laughs> found what the commissioner found about our team. <laughs> he didn't say our did. team. He yeah. didn't say anything about us or we or, no, no, uh, he or said, our organization. He said, the Astros. That's like if I was like, Ooh, they yeah, were like, hey, cool. Dodgers Nation did something really bad. And I was like, yeah, you know, we did something bad. We messed up. It's like, nope, they messed up. They did it. They did. They found that they did it. There was an investigation. They did it. It's like, wow, you disassociated yourself from the team really quick there, bud. Yeah. So, obviously, man, they could not have timed up Astros Fan Fest any worse than they did. The most there's no thing. way. Like, at some point, you'd be like, ooh, ooh, sorry, there's really bad weather. The rain's going to rain. It's, I mean, obviously, Minute Maid Park like, is, is an indoor stadium, so it would have made it even funnier. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Jose they, Altuve caught on fire. We can't do it today. Well, yeah, <laughs> the, the buzzer sparked. I yeah, get it. Exactly. Yeah. Again, horrid, horridly uncomfortable. The only time they actually did say something that was slightly off script. And by the way, Bregman. Every step of the way, when asked about something, never fully answered any question. No. It was like, hey, <clears throat> you're very clearly just ducking every question mm -hmm. and being as vague as possible about it. It's like, ooh. Yeah. And then Altuve's interviewed, oh, dude, when he was just like, we're going to be back in the World Series. And it's like, yeah, like that's bro. probably not the route to go during this. There's there's a more diplomatic way to go about this interview. <laughs> Rich Eisen. Rough. Rich Eisen, actually, he, he went he went pretty off on them. And, and uh, I don't know. Who does Rich Eisen work for? NFL Network. 
Okay, well, he's talking baseball. So, no. Rich Eisen show. He he went off pretty pretty nicely. Oh, on HBO. Them and, I'm sorry. Uh, I was gonna say yeah, HBO, yeah, yeah, Skinny yeah. Max, whoever NFL it is. Took him. Sorry. <laughs> took him for a ride. Took him. A, but whatever. But um, Eisen created or he prepared his own fake statement that the Astros should have done. It's like everybody anywhere realizes like if if we're dumb enough to do this event then we need to have something better than just the commissioner gave his report and the Astros did what they did and I'm looking forward to next season like no no that's not your freaking answer it it's it, it needs to be something better it needs to be actually atoning or or whatever uh, uh, Acknowledging the fact that you robbed yourself, you robbed peers, you robbed baseball, you robbed your own fans of the ability to be able to say, hey, you know what? We won this title fair and square. Like, And that's what we're going to get into a little bit more. Cooper, over in, in a couple minutes, Cooper, uh, Big Swing Podcast co-host, is also a resident of Houston, Texas. And while he's, you know, he's a proclaimed Astros fan he's he does it because you know he's not that big of a baseball guy he's a basketball guy he's a football guy but still he understands kind of the pulse a little bit of of you know Houston sports he knows what's going on there enough so he's gonna have a better idea than we are of how fans are feeling over there because the fan takes have been a little a lot of oof so is, does that mean he's a James Harden fan well I mean let's let's <laughs> put it on put it on the sheet <laughs> honest like not all Houston fans are the fans we see on Twitter no, no you know like, and that's some, the, in the same way that yeah. not all Dodgers not fans all Dodger are the fans, you see on Twitter exactly, I so. think there's a very bad misre- misrepresentation of uh, Astros fans on Twitter especially if you guys are on Twitter and they happen to be the loudest ones so yeah. they're not all like that guys there's some good ones out there and to be honest with you a lot of Texans don't watch baseball guys no, they no. just kind of it's rode football. that way. It's a football season. So I could ask I mean, a lot of the, my family yeah. members that State. live in Texas anything about the Astros, and they'd be like, "I don't really know who's on the team, but we won a championship." So, Woo! Yeah, uh, and that's okay. That's all right. You know, SD Dodger Tim has a very good question here. Is anybody surprised at Bregman's behavior? Well, here's the thing. He slightly. is a very uh, what's, what's a diplomatic way to say weasel he's, dick. He's a dick. <laughs> he's very full of himself. Yeah. He, I mean, he's always talked so much trash throughout the. I mean, this is short time that he's been here. You short, know, short time. <laughs> uh, that is at Brooke Meath. I, I, had to, I had to throw one little jab in there at him. I don't like him as a person, you know. Um, so he he's really made a name for himself as like a trash talker, very full of himself. And all of a sudden, the cameras are on him, and he's not saying anything, and he's acting like you know, you know, he wants to. And it's like, oh, yeah. say something, dude. Just yeah. say like, it. Like I, I don't know. I mean, I just put some good reporters. Just, in front of him. just the human element. Of, oh, they should put uh, Splashkey over there. Oh yeah! How, how great? No, how get Hoonster on him. How great would that be just to send me over there, just to oh, like yeah. be in front of him, be like, so? Uh, no, no, no. It's like this. Where's like Verlander, this. bro? So, um, so Verlander's burner account, huh? Yeah. See, 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 commented on some of my tweets, huh? <laughs> Did he see my fighting tweets? Huh? <laughs> Rob Haynes, twenty-two, says Altuve may lead the league for fastballs to the rib cage this season, uh, and I, I mean personally, I would assume probably Bregman more. But I mean, dude, he's a small uh, target. You might I, get to the head. I don't know, dude. I think I think Altuve is going to end up wearing more on him this year. To be I honest, I'd like with to you. take this moment to say that Dodgers Nation and Blue Heaven does not condone the striking of a ball player with I a do. baseball. But Brooke does, do, and, and, and Clint does, and Gary does. I but like, not Dodgers Nation or Blue I like, No, I like yeah. the idea of throwing at people. <laughs> all of all no, I think the Yankees. All oh, of my I can't thoughts to... are my own. <laughs> I mean, all, they, their all, thoughts are all the Yankees pitchers need to like just chuck at their. Not their heads, but the mm-hmm. ribs. Yeah, yeah. Even, go for their like hip. That's even funny. Garrett Cole, if he wants to win Throw over Garrett Cole, Aaron, jo- Aaron Judge. No, 
Like oh, when that they is match a good up, way to win over your new team. Yeah, honest, right. Throw at your old team. <laughs> I still haven't. Does anybody know how much money Aaron Judge lost out on because Altuve took his MVP? Guys, Simply Safe home security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home, so you can be hella safe. Think about security Fortune 500 company use. You know, like that, that's the good stuff. They need to know police are going to be there on the scene immediately, and this is the exact kind of security you get with Simply Safe. Yeah, if there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give to the police as an eyewitness account of the crime, and that means police dispatch. Up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. So they're going to be a lot quicker with it. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. And how important is that? Outdoor cameras, doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home, entry and motion sensors and glass break sensors and guard inside. And, and not to mention, it does detect normal sound versus actual break in sound. So that's important. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24 7 by live security professionals that know what they're doing. So you can set up your system yourself, no tools needed, or have Simply Safe experts come and help you. They'll do it. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contract. So that, you know, you could, you could afford 50 cents. You could afford 50 cents, guys. So here's what we're going to need you to do. Our listeners, go to simplysafe.com slash overtime. That's O-V-E-R-T-I-M-E today. You get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash overtime to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash overtime. Struggle in Houston. Follow-up question. Billions. Has anybody talked to Tyler White? We're about to pull you in. Oh, we're going to find out. I mean, there's obviously going to be a lot. Mm. Like this. Or, or, sorry, we will talk yeah. about this one more time at some point beyond getting on the phone right, right now with Cooper in a minute. Um, but <laughs> spring training, the start of spring training is going to be awkward for a number of clubs. And I, I think right there at the top of the list is going to be Houston, Dodgers and Yankees. There's going to be some uncomfortable questions. There's going to be some friendships um, strained, as you will. I'd say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for those who don't know, Dave Roberts and AJ Hinch were were are were whatever good buddies. Same with Alex Cora. And we were his house. <laughs> we went into a lot of Alex Cora last week and all that. I mean, that that's beyond that. But um, right now, I'd say joining us on the phone. We're I'm not I'm not going to say it because I am excited. We're excited to be joined by um. Your he's going to be our Houston sport uh, sports expert here. He's also a podcast superstar. Just just to get him in a little bit of trouble, he's Ross Stripling's bestest friend in the whole wide world of all time. <laughs> we got. Miss Mr. Cooper Searles joining us here on the podcast. How you doing, wow. buddy? What's going on, guys? Man, that's a hell of an entrance. I need that on our podcast. <laughs> hey, it's it's the horn that really really seals the deal. I think. Well, I, I know Ross has been asking about the the soundboard for a while, and I was like, I I can help you guys get a soundboard. It's like twenty dollars on Amazon. <laughs> Oh, the horn is an absolute game changer. I'm hyped now. See, I told you, man. That's what makes the difference on our podcast. No one comes on to hear our opinions. It's just the horn. Yeah. It's just to watch us drink and, and play with the soundboard. But <laughs> All right, man. Obviously, we're we're bringing you in here. I've, I've wanted to have you on the show at different points in time. And, and what better time than to have uh, the, the representatives of the two cities most involved in, in this this uncomfortable and awkward scandal going on in baseball. But... Just right off the bat, I, I know, you know, I, and I will once again preface that all thoughts 
that Cooper has are his own. They they don't represent <laughs> Ross. They don't represent the podcast. They don't represent the Houston Astros or the Los Angeles Dodgers. No, these are people talking baseball right now. What are what were and what are your your sort of initial thoughts and, and you know um, where do you stand on this today versus when it started and all that like when it first was announced where are you standing on this? Yeah, you know, I like you kind of mentioned. I'm from Houston. I grew up a huge Astros fan. Here lately, as of the last four, five, six years, hadn't been following them as much as I did. And then, of course, now with Ross and the podcast and everything. I've kind of been an adopted Dodgers fan as well, so I think I can see both sides on this. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when I first heard it, it, I kind of was like, hey, everyone's cheating. That's how uh, baseball is. It's been a, right. a culture of, of cheating for a long time. People have operated in the gray area. Right. But as I've learned more information, man, it's just uh, – it, it's kind of confusing to me that, that the Astros – you know, as good as they are and as talented that young team is and they built it the right way that they'd be so arrogant to bring in this cheating uh, when when they just didn't need it. You know, I think that they could have been in that position and won games in the playoffs and got to a World Series without all the cheating. So it's just um, it's kind of pisses me off how arrogant they were in that approach. Yeah, I mean, you look at the talent level on their team and that's definitely one of those teams where you're like, Yep, they didn't. Mm-hmm. They probably didn't really need to cheat. They didn't yeah, really need to right. get by with that. There are definitely teams that are in the playoffs where you're like, you know, the A's probably need to cheat a little bit just to get it, get ahead. But uh, yeah, I think we kind of had the same initial thought over here where <laughs> when we first started seeing stuff roll out gradually, we were kind of like, yeah, you know, to an extent, every team cheats, every team does some of the gray area stuff. It happens, you know. It's probably one of those things. So initially, we kind of wrote it off. We're like, this isn't, this isn't anything. This isn't anything worth paying attention to. But the more that came out, the more it was like, whoa, there's something here. And I think our initial fear was it's going to unearth like a lot oh, more yeah. about baseball, not yeah. about the Astros entirely. It's like, you know, you see like Trevor Bauer talking all the time about, yeah. I mean, his thing was like pitchers using substances on you know and that was like a gray area for a while but also <laughs> the way he talks about it is like oh this sounds like a very real thing obviously we're not in baseball so we don't know any of that but i think our biggest fear was like what is what else are we going to find about baseball that we don't want to know because mm-hmm. we don't want to yeah. know it not not the greatest pr offseason for the mlb yeah, no ever. kidding it's yeah it's been me- rough for them but it, and you know the the weird thing too is Similar to the Dodgers, the Astros have been at the forefront of all the analytics to begin with. So, you know, I think a lot of those guys had a more high-level approach at the plate and were analytically driven to begin with. So it seems like, you know, like I said, similar to the Dodgers, they kind of have a built-in edge with that. So it's weird that they would then kind of push the envelope and go further into that gray area. Absolutely. And, and you know, kind of getting on that with, with – um, you know, just more being unearthed in baseball, and and really, I mean, I, I do feel we've we've kind of hit the tip of the iceberg with this. I would not be surprised to see. Well, I mean, we're seeing whispers of of what is a Congress possibly getting involved again with baseball, much like they did with the steroid era and the Mitchell report. So you wouldn't be surprised to see something coming down and you know, sort of Manfred's head roll a little bit because this wasn't the the first. A time that somebody said hey this team they're doing something a little funky and and there were clubs that asked major league baseball to look into it nothing happened and then it took you know somebody who was there in in the boys club as as pedro martinez is calling it now but 
you know, somebody that was in there to sort of unearth it to to the athletic and all that and, and sort of blow this up. So, yeah, again, just bad, uncomfortable. Uh, and I really honestly think it's going to get a lot worse. So I'm kind of curious to hear what y'all think about this. And excuse me if y'all have already talked about it. But mm-hmm. as far as the, the titles being negated and like the 17 and possibly 18 titles being negated, you know, the way that I see that really is like, what does it do for anyone? You know, because like a lot of debates in this time and age, it's, you know, whatever argument you're arguing, you're just getting further entrenched in that argument. So, right. you know, Astros fans will still rationalize that they won the 27 World Series. And yeah. Dodgers fans will still think they're the champs. So, yeah. uh, you know, I don't I don't know what negating it's really going to do for anything. But how do you all feel about that as Dodgers fans? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's this unfortunate uh you know, I don't know if you've heard like LA city council putting in, you know, a thing to major league baseball. (laughs) The funny part is you look at that and you can pull all Dodger fans. And I'd say probably 98% of them are like, what in the hell are they doing? We do not want that. Like we don't want that at all. Most of us immediately out there. Yeah. Like, no, 90% one poll had 90%. No, like that's, we don't want that ever. Like that doesn't make any sense. Who wants to be handed Mm -hmm. something like that later? First of all, which is not realistic at all. That'll never happen. I'm down for the parade just to call it a party. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you talk about (laughs) stripping their, their world series titles. Yeah. You're exactly right. No matter what you do, the fan base is still going to say, Hey, yeah, we, we won that. Like it, they they made a big deal out of it and they took it away from us. But yeah, we won that. And when you know, it doesn't make sense. There's no point to it. it doesn't really accomplish anything. It doesn't get anything done. I think one <laughs> one interesting point that was brought up to me about the Astros in particular was that you know I'd rather let them have it, let them keep it, don't take it away from them. But we'll know. We'll always know. Right. And I was like, all right, that's good. That's all right. I'll take that. I have no problem with that. It, it, you're right, though. It doesn't accomplish my, anything taking it away. My quick fix. Okay, well, to answer your question, Cooper, it's it's no. Yeah, I think I think vacating it is it's still just a bad look. I don't want the Dodgers. Absolutely don't want the Dodgers to be awarded 2017 or for some reason they're trying to get 2018, even though they're <laughs> saying there's no there's so far no, you know, hanky panky in the postseason there with the Sox. But with 2017 either. No, I don't want. A, a fake you know ring i don't want a fake trophy the whole point of the world series is being able to celebrate it and and you know you got something for your accomplishment as a fan of sticking out with this team and and you get to party now with friends family all that stuff and get tore up and then feel bad the next day because you had too much but <laughs> uh, i think vacating is also just it's a little too collegey for me like that's not that's not yeah. enough i don't know i, I mean don't, i mean hey cooper this is gary I yeah. I think they got to vacate it. I mean, it's not really? fair. Yeah, it's like Astro, Astro fans will always hang their hat on that. There's, and then and then time will allow it and be more time will allow it to be more tolerable. And I think right. that's the part where I don't like it. It's just that you cheated, you got the it's like you cheated on the SATs and you got a full ride to Harvard and then you get to keep your degree. You know? It's like it's not fair. <laughs> you cheated to get that degree and now you're getting bomb ass jobs because of that degree mm-hmm. you know it's like the ripple effect of having that championship still attributed to your franchise that ripple effect is always going to be there they can always say they're 2017 chance because it's officially recognized I, I that's have, the problem that i have i have one fix and it's it's the surefire ultimate band-aid quick fix not even band-aid it's a cement solid fix and that's an asterisk 
on Wikipedia because that is the ultimate <laughs> that is the ultimate way of knowing something. I can in make the that future. happen for you. I'm a, I donate three dollars. Yeah. <laughs> donated this three dollars to make it. You're one, you're one of the donators. Thank yeah. you for your service. Come on, man! I got to keep it going. It got me through college. I got to do it. <laughs> I, I'm very proud of you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, for your thank you for your service. You're welcome. Yeah. I think um, shout out to me. One one nice gesture uh, the Astros franchise should do mm-hmm. is provide like at least some of the playoff bonus that they earn from winning the World Series. I mean, I think to there's the players. some sort of donation that would No, to the players uh, that lost out on it. I think because they think about it. Money. No. I mean, some of these <laughs> some, players make $600,000 right. in a year, right? Uh-huh. And then that bonus was what? 482,000 <laughs> World Series bonus? Yeah. yeah. Think about it. 2 thirds of your salary is that bonus. That's a lot of money. And 2 thirds of my salary. They got they got cheated <laughs> out of it. So there's they little things that I wish they would do. And I think that's what they're missing out on right now. And that's why everyone's getting mad. Like, let's also not forget something. And I'm going to defend the Astros a little bit here. Mm -hmm. Of course, what they did, obviously, there's no defense for that. But, you know, the Dodgers had a home game, game seven, to win that series. And they didn't win. Mm -hmm. The Astros also won game two of that series. Mm -hmm. And if you want to talk about winning at home for the Astros, the Dodgers beat the Astros in game four of that series in Minute Maid. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but they should have game, game really, five is the one. If the game five is yeah, the game. Game five is the, if sort of the biggest If that teller. game went, like, we hit. We hit We hit yeah. the balls on that one. You know, like, we did well in that game, but then you, it was amazing. Every that hit was the Astros every, had That was every were bit great. of, like, a 2017 Dodgers game. Yeah. You know, that was the one we were gonna win. So many runs yep. and, and it's like one of those those prototypical blowouts or whatever that, that 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 team had so often. And then to see Clayton Kershaw, who's obviously uh on record as not being the most clutch, I guess we'll call him in the postseason, but still he does, Clayton Kershaw does not blow a four and a three run lead. So Well but but does that the but that, that still that doesn't take then, away the Astros yeah. winning you know uh, hitting a, a game tying home run was a Marwin Gonzalez hitting game time home run off of Kenley at Dodger Stadium no yeah, and it doesn't and it doesn't yeah. uh, you know take away the fact that the Dodgers had an opportunity at Game Seven uh, you don't and know and the by, Game Four and, right you know yeah. the Game Four right. too you know like are we to assume that <laughs> the Astros didn't cheat in Game Four no you know, that like, one that one's been heavily reported on that Alex Wood who started in that game. Um, Mixed it up. Yeah, enough. they they mixed up signs to just a, a ridiculous okay. proportions. Uh, and, I, th- I think the, the he tough... no hit them for what five innings. He did. Yeah. yeah I think so... I think the roughest part is that, I mean, when you look at it as a Dodger fan, you know, hearing this after the fact, you're almost mm-hmm. like, man, I wish the Astros would have swept them because <laughs> yeah. you know that's a lot tough. That's a lot easier yeah. of a pill to swallow. To yep. where it's mm-hmm. like you know, if we're talking about the Red Sox, like if if they had been cheating in the World Series. Even if they hadn't, I think they would have ran through the Dodgers beat in that like series. We yeah. knew, yeah. like we knew yeah. going yeah. into that series, like uh-huh. we don't really stand a chance in this series, guys. Like we weren't this supposed is to make a good team. Yeah. We weren't supposed to be here. Yeah. So, you look at the Astros, and you're like, that series, we're a good team. Like we stood there, we stood, we traded blows with them game after game. And so for us as Dodger fans, it was like, ah, oh, crap. I mean, like was... we were really close and we blew it. But then now knowing this, it's like. Yeah, oh, man, that's that one, tough. That's like, tough to like, swallow. Like you know, you already said, Cooper. We knew we know the Astros were already at that point a, a, a very talented ball club. But that one extra little 
umph, that one extra little edge. And, you know, that's not to say that if you know fastball or changeup is coming that you're going to guaranteed hit a home run or whatever. We've seen a few of the, you know, alleged whistles or whatever from John Boy. You know, they were hit to outs in center field or whatever it was, but doesn't guarantee a win, but sure damn helps. And, and ultimately, I think the, the feeling will always be for both sides. Like, was it just the talent or was it just – yeah. Um, or was it, you know, aided by technology? But the important takeaway, uh, as as we're talking about specific games and series at at uh, Minute Maid Park, it's important to note two scoreless innings thrown by Ross Stripling at Minute Maid Park that World Series. That's what we're talking. Yeah. That's about, the important man. thing. <laughs> also, also, I'm a, almost gave up a grand slam to George Springer, but we're not going to. Hey, we don't talk about bad things here. Come on, Coop. Come on. There's about a three feet to the left or right that would be a grand slam. So listen, we, we may not be talking right now if that happens. Listen, Coop, when we pull sound clips, we're going to pull that one from yeah. this podcast, just so you know. That's fine. <laughs> Email to Ross immediately. Uh, yeah. So, but so, I think no, sorry. I was just going to say, I think like you brought up, you, you know, if it was 4-0, then I think that would honestly be validation for you guys knowing that, yes, the cheating really mattered. We got swept by these guys. We mm-hmm. lost every game at Minute Maid. So, like, I think this story is not fully written until we can see what the Astros do this year without the competitive advantages. So, like, let's say they win 100-plus games and get back to the World Series this year. You know what? I mean, like, are you going to have to eat your words a little bit? Like, what? It, what's going to happen then, knowing that maybe it didn't really affect it to the level <laughs> we thought it did? It's, it's going to be interesting to, you it's know, a, that was one of the things that I had thought about in my mind. I was like, if they come out and win 100 and you know, hundred games this year. It's like, whoa, that's, you know, not that it necessarily takes away from the fact that they cheated in 2017, but it is like a, oh yeah, see, exactly. They were a good enough team to not do that. So it's almost like a, man, they really shouldn't have have done that. (laughs) They could have won. The only reason that would make sense is if all variables stayed the same. That means a young Bregman is, I want the 2017 confident Bregman. Then Mm -hmm. that he's not as confident as he is now. I want the Altuve without the MVP now i want a yeah, I mean, city that's not confident and has never ever won a world series there's, now there's like a, I, that's what i want because for sure. that's the thing that has doesn't really get talked about a lot i mean a little bit but the mental like the mental state of certain players on in the dodgers organization mm-hmm. that have been affected because of this cheating that is never going to be accounted for in terms of monetary value or historic value like properly like kershaw's career went to <laughs> down the drain because right. of that. I mean, that's, Kenley oh, Jansen, I mean, he's making yeah. thirty five million. Yeah, yeah, he is. But <laughs> Kenley Jansen, <laughs> Kenley Jansen, you can chart his, you can chart his performance. It went, it fell off a cliff. You can look at the criticism <clears throat> Friedman gets, Casting gets, and. Dave Roberts gets mm-hmm. and the confidence. Yeah, but see, you know, still when, with all of that, that's getting a little bit out of the scope of of a few games in Houston. We're talking about three games in Houston. You can't say that that complete. Well, how do we Jansen, know that was just that? It was just that series that they said they cheated on. I think if you have the confidence of knowing, I mean, we, the series that we saw was what the Chicago White Sox, Toronto Blue Jays, all the clips that we mm-hmm. heard the whistling and the yeah. the trash cans. I oh mean, yeah, it wasn't I mean, just right different that. during the season so, and all that. I mean, obviously, there's so much yeah. to unpack from from that. But the one thing that we know, Alex Bregman told us that the commissioner gave a report mm-hmm. and the Astros yeah. did what they did and all really that. Really insightful. But you're yeah. right, Cooper. The only thing the only thing the Astros can do right now is just win. It's just if, play. If we're the Astros, no, two things. They need to issue a legitimate like statement about you know what 
what we did was effed up. We're sorry. We're yeah. here to just play ball now. Like that's they're they're going to work on some sort of statement. I think you know there was something that that came from one of the the Houston local writers there that that there's plans. Jim Crane is is working on uh, on a statement. Why it wasn't before Fan Fest, you never know. But uh, well, and they just said that uh, I just saw an alert <clears throat> that they said that they're going to apologize from the players. The players are going to apologize at spring training. Yeah, apparently. to who? So I don't know. But I, I you make a great point about that. Like. It, it makes me really sad for the actual players that yeah. were affected by this because I brought it up jokingly about Ross, but let's just let's just assume that you know he the Springer knew exactly what was coming, and that ball is three or four feet left or right, and that's a grand slam in the World Series. We probably never see Ross again, yep. honestly. Yeah, I mean, really, no one's ever going to have confidence having him in a no. big spot ever again, and it's a difference of a couple inches that if that thing's not mm-hmm. dead center you know, Ross's career possibly could be over. So, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's not a the, 2018 the, uh, All-Star. He doesn't make as right. much as he makes in, in arbitration this year. It just yep. it changes so much yeah. right, uh, of, of a career. And it's just really tough. And, and again, where I, where I feel bad, like I – you you feel you you don't like the the fans the Houston fans or really any baseball fans who are like whatever you know they they got away with it or or it is what it is let's just move on but you you do feel for the fans that actually do have general uh, remorse for it and you feel for the fans that that how, how am I trying to word this you know that are really just embarrassed like you know you kind of you opened up this this conversation uh, uh, with but I don't know I mean I, I, mean, mean, so I mostly... think me I just needs to be had about all the effects mm-hmm. that cheating does like yeah. it's not just the person <laughs> right. who cheats and beats that one person and then this person wins this person loses it's the fans who lost out on all <laughs> the experiences that they could have had it's the players whose mm-hmm. compensation they could have gotten a lot more and we all know what a moment in the world series can do for one player like right. look at Kirk Gibson, look at Dennis Eckersley, look at like, like uh, who's that one player whose ball went through his legs against the or Mets? like Freeze, yeah. you know, like yeah. Freeze, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't know, yeah. But you know, just talking to people in Houston over the last week or so, you hear both. You know, I've I've had some people tell me, oh well, everyone's cheating. We're just ones that got caught. <laughs> but I, honestly, most people have been really hurt by it. I think you know yeah. this team was really special for Houston. It, it happened in a time where Harvey mm-hmm. devastated a lot of the yeah, city and right. it really was a, a source of hope for the city and, and people really got behind this team. Like I said earlier, it built from, it was built from the ground up and people really love this team. So when all this news came out, you know, I had one guy tell me today, he's like, man, I just feel like they lied to me. You know, I just mm-hmm. feel like mm-hmm. everything I thought was true isn't true. And um, so, you know, a lot of people, I mean, this guy I talked to today was, at lunch was like almost getting emotional talking right. about it. You know, yeah. People yeah. really cared about this team. And no, I remember it's, that. It's embarrassing. We yeah. couldn't, I mean, I remember our staff in 2017 was a little bit different from what we had right now. Completely, we, but okay. Yeah, completely. <laughs> um, but I, I was still there. I remember um, we couldn't, we didn't want to talk any anything about the hurricane. We just wanted to support. Mm-hmm. Wanted to make sure that donations or whatever, <clears throat> like that part of the human side of it, like yeah. we wanted to support. And even when we lost in 2017, I think a lot of fans were like, "It's okay. They just got their city busted." Yeah, you know, yeah, good for them. that was yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. It was a, such a good story. But then now that makes it even worse. 
Yeah, because I mean, yeah, it, you know, it really and that, that just, all I, it adds up. A gut punch as a as a yeah. fan, I would I would feel. I mean, you know, we've we've been asked that by Dodger fans too. Is like if if the shoe was on the other foot, how would you feel? And I I would be livid at my team. I mean, that I'd still suck. I'd still be there sucks, opening man. day because yeah, I enjoy yeah. baseball, but it's just still so tough. Yeah, when so, you when you like break past, you know, some of the louder Astros fans on Twitter that just want to be jerks. Like that happens with any fan right, base. There's exactly. always going to be a loud part of the fan base that nobody likes. We have Dodgers fans have plenty of that. Like we experience them every single yeah. day. I think. Yeah. But when you really get to the fan that was like, this is my team and I, I love them and this sucks. And it's like, wow. Yeah. I feel for you, man. That's, that's, well, that's painful. So, so and we, I'm going to, oh, go ahead. I'm going to break some, I'm going to break some huge news that, um, oh. that no one would have ever thought, but I've learned this this week. Um, you know, people on Twitter don't always represent everyone else. <laughs> no, that's is that true? I don't know if that's true. Crazy, but I just found this out this week. So. It's it's funny how you can get stuck in that little vortex of Twitter. I didn't and know you were a everybody. dirty liar, Cooper. What the hell? Yeah, well, I mean, I, this is breaking news here, guys. But say, sound the alarm. Well, now we know. Oh, I'm now tweeting it right know, now. <laughs> so, I mean, we we had our side of it. You know, what do, what do we as Dodger fans or baseball fans feel is is fair as the next? for the ball club like what do you personally what would you personally like to see happen next coop well you know the problem is that i i don't know that there's a way to prove from a player's perspective how involved or not involved certain guys were because you know i would hate to you know i hate as a whole they need punishment and i think they received and i think that was just but let's say altuve was not one of the people cheating just as an example you know, if he is blanket across the board, this roster is punished, and we taint his legacy over the course of these last five years, right. that's unfair to him when he wasn't necessarily participating in it. Mm-hmm. And I also feel bad for maybe some of the younger guys that <clears throat> were kind of thrust into this culture and felt like that was what they had to do to, you know, fit in and get ahead in the organization. So, you know, I think that it's a, it's a slippery slope to mm-hmm. go and punish the players. So right. I, I think what they did as far as punishing the coach in in front office for like a systematic approach to cheating. Mm-hmm. I think that's really the best approach for it. And unfortunately at this point, I think we're just going to have to move on and, and hopefully this kind of deters other teams from doing the same thing. Yeah, I know, you know I, we've talked about it a lot and I think I'm one of the few that was like, I'm actually okay with the punishment that was handed out in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's there's no precedence for anything like this, and right. even the act itself is still technically a gray area. It's not; te- it, it's never yeah. something that's really been ran into well, before. So when to you're set it, you're supposed I, to set. I understand that, but if you're just gonna like string up a, the first team that does it and make an example out of them, it's not exactly fair, you know. And Major League yeah. Baseball has a history of being really bad about that, yeah, like really bad at it in well, general. Especially when they gave, they've pretty much caught the Astros prior to this and just gave him a slap on the hand mm-hmm. you yeah know? that's and, what i mean yeah and so i think that you know that to, to come back and then um uh, do all these new punishments and everything after the fact wouldn't really be just but right. i'm with you I, I think when i initially saw the report on it i was like okay that's fair that's what i would have thought should happen did, but did you know. did you expect them to let uh hinch go as quickly as they did uh no i don't think uh, that was a big surprise for a lot you gotta of people pay for the five mil somewhere <laughs> yeah, I, I think that I think that they had no choice. I think honestly, what it was was a conversation with the MLB to say, "Hey, we can either punish you this amount and you fire Hinch, or 
we can throw another couple draft picks on top of this. I think that huh. that was a yeah. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it had something to do with it. But, I mean, even looking at it, like, I, it seems like a lot of Astros fans were like, why? Why did we do that? Why did we yeah. let him go? And it's like, you know, looking from the outside, from the outside perspective, you know, we're obviously not Astros fans over here. But we were like, yeah, that's probably the best thing that you could have done in that situation is let those two guys go because you really yeah, just gotta got to start fresh somehow. Yeah, thinking about this, I com- think so. thinking about this conversation now, I wonder if that was sort of Rob Manfred giving Crane an out to to sort mm-hmm. of save face. So like, look, I'm just going to say they're suspended, but your ass has, has to fire these guys. That's right. what I think. Yeah. I honestly think the same thing. I mean, and, it, it seems like it was a conversation because it happened so quickly mm-hmm. and really without conversation, it seemed like. So it felt like it was a package deal, sort of. Follow-up question. Do you think Hinch ever has a job in baseball again? I don't think so. I think that we <laughs> may be tough. seeing him on, like, the Tulsa Drillers or something. <laughs> follow-up question on that. Will Will Houston Astros fans ever see that World Series trophy come out? Ooh. Ooh, man. That's rough. I don't know. Yeah, because you know at every other team that does that, they always bring it out for FanFest, for pit photos and everything. But do you bring it out? They left the trash can out at FanFest, allegedly. No, but but that's the thing. (laughs) See, I I think there's only one thing left to do, and this is for Crane, and Crane only, to put that World Series trophy outside the team and just leave it alone and give it away. And you cannot. It'll go into charity. Give it to charity. Give it to charity or something like it. But it does Don't not. Don't just leave it out there, Gary. That, that is just symbolic. I mean, MLB won't do anything. But if Crane just does not display it, does not leave it, that's a gesture. I think that would be. That's, that's see, done. See, it's the, 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 pro- point. the problem is that's good for all the rest of baseball. That's terrible for his fan base. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, honestly, but here's the you know, is it? Is it? I mean, what do yeah. you think? What percentage think so. do you think? What like Cooper? You probably know. What percentage of the fan base do you think is embarrassed of this, where they I, don't I would, even want to touch that World Series trophy? I bet it, I bet it's uh, I don't know forty percent are embarrassed, sixty percent are kind of like still trying to figure out how they feel. And but you know I I okay. think people wouldn't want to give it up. But if they do drop it off, here's what I'll do: I will take the big swing to the next level and be an LA martyr and take it to LA, and you guys can <laughs> destruct it. I mean that. I mean Just talk about YouTube yeah, yeah. views, man! Holy uh, cow! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The whole series. <laughs> I'll, I'll be yeah. an LA sensation. I'll co- go up in city council like those two uh, surfer dudes. Yeah. <laughs> All those surfer dudes are gold. You love those, didn't you, oh, Clint? Those, yeah. those, those dudes are uh, those are my yeah. heroes. All what right, up, man. city council? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bros? I just I'm here to party. In the yeah. immortal words of some dudes, I fight yeah. for your right to party, bro. <laughs> it's Chad, Chad and JT. That's who it is. Oh man! Oh, yeah. local legends. Well, I know it's late for you, man. So I do have just one more question. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I, uh, I know you and Ross are going to get into it more probably in in you know an upcoming big swing here. But the final thoughts: Who's winning Super Bowl Fifty Four? Heard here first. Uh, man, it's a great game. I think I'm happy with the result. It's rare that we get. I think the two best teams in there. Oftentimes, you know, you'll see a wild card team make it or someone that doesn't deserve to but i think these are the two best teams we've seen all year at their peaks uh so i'm gonna take the chiefs it just seems like they're at a level right now where no what no matter what's happening in the game they're gonna run off 40 points in a row so uh yeah i think it's gonna be a close one and i'm curious to see 
if Jimmy Garoppolo throws for over 100 yards. But, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. It's a good story. Get Andy Reid a Super Bowl. Thank you. And start yeah, start Patrick Mahomes' legacy off right. I, I'm an there Eagles fan, so I, I'll always uh, have a soft spot in my heart for, for Andy Reid. And, oh, those final yeah. two minutes in the last Super Bowl? Hey, too soon, man. Um, I'm, I'm an Eagles well, fan. Andy, I'm still mad at that. And he won the AFC Championship game with three timeouts. Yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> For and hey, you know what? Reed. Homie can crush a hoagie, so you got to oh, love Andy sure. Reid. Well, we got a friend of the show here, Cooper Strolls. Thank you for hanging out with us, Coop. Tell people where to find you on the internet and tell people all about, uh, you know, a little bit more. I mean, they've people know so much about Blue, uh, or sorry, Big Swing from us, but we want to hear it from you. Give them a pitch. Yeah, so we're actually doing a live podcast in Scottsdale store February twenty mm-hmm. second. So hopefully you guys can make it out there and yep. we can uh, get some people to come out and watch. Um, and then also you can find me on at Cooper Searles on Instagram and Twitter, and then at Big Swing Podcast on both those platforms as well. So uh, pumped, pumped to have be on the show, guys. I really appreciate you having me on. Hey man, hey, I know it's late, so so get some sleep. Thanks for hanging out with us, bud. All right, guys. I'll, I'll get depressed after this conversation. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Cooper. Appreciate it. Man. All right. See y'all. Today's show is sponsored by The Athletic, a subscription-based sports news site for real fans. We're talking real, real fans, guys. Through in-depth coverage from local writers on every team, plus national writers you already know, like Ken Rosenthal, Jason Stark, Jim Bowden, The Athletic is setting a new standard for sports news, and the bar is high. And there are no ads, there's, there's no pop-ups, no clickbait, just quality, in-depth content that tells the story behind the story. Get exclusive player profiles, deep dives on analytics, team power rankings, and fantasy sports insights that you're not going to find anywhere else. Plus, each subscriber gets a personalized feed of their own stories. You can set it up exactly how you want. There are live writer Q&As, which are, are fire here in the L.A. area. There's so, so much more there, so download that athletic app. Pick your favorite teams, and The Athletic will begin surfacing all the latest on the players and storylines that matter to you. Ready to get started? Get 40% off your annual subscription to TheAthletic.com slash overtime. That's Athletic.com slash overtime, O-V-E-R-T-I-M-E. So next up, Fam Squad. Fam Squad? Fam Squad. Excuse me. Sorry, I was just saying words that came to my head while I was, you know, hanging up the phone call here because did how did you feel about this next part how did how, you personally I mean, you got two former dodgers oh. jumping in <laughs> throwing alex cora under the bus and then backing back over him <laughs> how did you as a as a as a longtime dodger fan feel as as a i wouldn't i would never say that i was like a, a crazy Alex Cora fan. Has anybody but, ever been an Alex Cora fan? But damn, That's did I love watching him and his tourists. We, we've had that, that same sentiment before, having AC and his tourists turn you know double plays up the middle. It was so much fun. It was I was at the 18-pitch home run game off Matt Clement and the, and the Cubs. Congratulations. It was, yeah, it was one of my biggest life accomplishments. But, but for two people sort of, I would say Loney was the most unprovoked, in a sense, deleted tweet, but... Loney and Green essentially sharing the same sentiment, like, you know what, good guy, smart guy, very much would do whatever it took to win. And, you know, it just it kind of, it, 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 it butters my onions, it ruffles my pigeons. I don't know. What do, what do the ruffles kids say? Ruffles your pigeons? <laughs> Shut up How and go with it. How many pigeons do you have? Shut up and go with it, bruv. <laughs> anyway. Ruffles my pigeons? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to make up shit here, man. Make it fun. But Anyways. It, yeah, it's it was anyway. it was a lot. But yeah, 
uh, screw Alex Cora. Yeah, screw Alex Cora. I think Cora. that's the general narrative. James Loney's my friend in DMs, so, uh, you know, <laughs> I support him in everything that he does. <laughs> Except way. for the fact that he's a dirty, rotten traitor now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Diamondbacks, higher. We'll get him on soon enough. Talk, uh, talk NL West for 2020. We had to squeeze in Cooper before we could get James Loney on the show, obviously. <laughs> Too many legends for uh, to be friends of the show. We have to send Coop, a friend of the show, shirt now. Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, Take us like three months. But. One important note. <laughs> Obviously, whenever we have guests on, it's tough to get through a lot of the comments. We see you guys going off. We appreciate you guys all so much here hanging out with us on the live stream side. We do have now a uh, second podcast that's audio only. It's only a podcast. For the week. Uh, uh, during the week. Uh, it comes out on Fridays. So... What we're doing after this is we're going to still hang out here and just kind of go through your, your comments and, and sort of, uh, you know, make sure everybody gets some love and, 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 you know, provoke some thought here on Blue Heaven and Dodgers Nations, Mm-mm, just like mom used to make. Yeah, so get those questions in because we're going to eventually answer them. We're going to go all the way back to the top of the chat and then go through it. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, if it works. Hopefully. We're still yeah. trying to figure out some of that stuff, but yeah. we know people on Twitter. We, we don't technology a... good. <laughs> we do technology good. We try. Good. We try. Uh, we uh, let's get into a few of of the the comments. Harry C twenty says Reddick Reddick cannot award game belt for one season as a punishment. Cannot award oh, game <laughs> the belt. game belt because yeah, yeah. they did that. Speaking he's of which, also not allowed to wear have, any speedos. If you happen to be listening, Josh Reddick, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, man. How many letters wanna, are in F U? I want to fight him so bad, Gary. Oh, Wait, gosh. okay. Yeah, we went to that Astros oh. game where Kurt was letting him have it. Remember? Who do you, yeah, he was right there. Oh man, we were so bitch. it was so fun. Who do you want to fight more, JV? I mean, you already have a broken nose. I, I told them I'll, if Verlander they, or if they want to fight me both at the same time. I'm willing to do that. Look how tough Brooke is. He's doing this show with a broken nose. Imagine Fuck. what they'll do in a fight. I want to. <laughs> I've never wanted to fight somebody more in my life that I haven't met. <laughs> Personally, who I do you would guys like got? to fight let's both go. of them so hard. Let's go live stream. Uh, uh, who who wins? Or sorry, who should Brooke fight more, Josh Reddick or Justin Verlander? Well, Justin Verlander Remember, has to ask permission Brooke, from Kate Upton to fight, first of all. So there's that. Brooke oh. is a solid six feet, what, 165? Um, one, I'm almost 190. 190? Oh, sorry. I'm like 230, so I have no idea. Sorry, I yeah. know there was a porker next to me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. So, uh. Anyways, if you're if you're listening, we got J Roach underscore nine oh nine says hashtag everybody is catching these hands in twenty twenty. That's what I told them. Yeah, everybody, everybody. New friend of the show. I don't know. I, I've seen J Roach popping up a lot on on my tw- my tweeters. J Roach is becoming a yeah, uh, a, a one of the staples. Yeah, of he Blue been, Heaven podcast. He been good. So Jose Rod O five says redick. Excuse me, uh, redick. He's just reading. Uh, Dermcree. Dermcree? Is that how you say it? Dermcree? We got D-R-M-K-R-Y Dorm- on Periscope Dorm-Cree? saying Reddick because he was a Dodger. So you get to fight Reddick. Uh, Verlander might just apparently buy you off to get out of the fight. That's, I'm down. That's reasonable. I can Perez be bought- called no. me delusional. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 100%. Yeah. Perez also said totally Brooke is such a man. You know, our the, one, our one, our one Twitch user. Our one, Twitch our one appreciate user. you, bud. <laughs> Make sure you guys subscribe all, to us all on of Twitch. Twitch. Says that you're such a man. This guy it, just roasted me. Did you deserve it? He said Brooke is the manliest dude with a chick's name. Oh, get, I mean, get wrecked, me. You know what? I mean, could be worse. He's got a point. Yeah, he got me there. So, 
the other biggest, I guess, story in baseball right now, and I, I think the Astros and baseball is happy that something, something else drama is going down. Nolan Arenado really wants out of Colorado. He really wants out of Coors Field. This was holy, yeah, yeah. And who likes, like, the people who like Colorado probably like Miami. Oh. See, I did that. Piper is. <laughs> oh, because he, because he's Denver and Miami. Wait, look at you connecting the dots on things. You know, I haven't had that much to drink yet. But yeah. Arenado. So obviously, all I would say, majority of the offseason, Arenado has been involved in trade rumors, most heavily to other teams, <laughs> but occasionally to the Dodgers. Most of the time, writers were immediately quick to refute or, or to point out the fact, like they're not going to trade interdivision. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to get. You're not going to send your franchise icon to the team that has won the division seven years in a row, the team that that made you a wild card team in game 163 in 2018. You're just not going to do that. You're not going to. But? I mean, he is that GM is pretty. He's mad dumb. He's big dumb. But here's the thing, though. <laughs> you have the really opportunity good. to make them not that good, not as good five to ten years from now. Sorry, I got distracted by a Somebody very important Nola Frida. Nola Oscar Frida on, on Periscope. Brooke, would you fight Reddick and Altuve at the same time if Altuve rode on Reddick's show? <laughs> yeah, like a chicken fight? Chicken fight. <laughs> if we have an animator that can draw that up for me, I would appreciate that a Eddie. lot. Eddie. No. I, I Eddie, Eddie's All busy. Right, this is it. Graphics off. Yes. See who can do it better. Graphics but, um, off. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's it, things went really went south quick there in Colorado. Dude, he signed his he signed his eight year contract last year, eleven months ago. It was to turn, I think it to, was the to, twenty. It was February twenty fourth, twenty nineteen. Is what I believe the number was. And then by the September, day. he was was it September ish where he was like, yeah. "We're gonna lose ninety games this year." And yeah. That's not what I signed up for. And it was just like, well, it's technically, not it's not. What it's not. No, he, had he, a great he, team. he was one one yeah. win away from being a very good playoff team. Yeah, potentially, potentially. But then, but then the the what you know. What happens in Colorado rear to Ted, which is you can't rely on your starting staff. That's well, what yeah. Young starting staff. Yeah, they all well, die. No, the, the thing is, nobody wants to pitch in Colorado. So no. you, you can't Except bring for Mike free, Hampton. You can't, Mike Hampton. Mike Hampton. Yeah, you can't bring in free agent pitching to Colorado. It's just not going to happen. Nobody wants to pitch there. That's where like Wade Davis went to die, I'm right. pretty sure. But oh, God. Th- no, you're not going to get good pitching out there because no one wants to pitch <laughs> somewhere where their numbers are going to get all jacked up. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that you have to home grow pitching talent, and they don't have that at all. They have that one pitcher. Guy? John Gray? No, there was another guy. The guy with yeah, the, John Gray. Is that him? The no. mullet? Uh, is that John? That's Charlie Blackman. No, yeah, you think it's Charlie Blackman. He's not a pitcher. <laughs> no, they have one good pitcher that do well. Like the guy with long hair. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Was, that's John Gray. Oh, I, was, okay. I was telling Mrs. FRG a couple days ago. I was like, you know who I'd really love to see traded to the Yankees as Charlie Blackman because that that dude is just like he's a completely different human being without the beard. Yeah, he doesn't look nearly. as He cool. looks like the most just basic cookie cutter white boy. It's it's pretty embarrassing. But anyways, no one wants out of uh, Colorado, so immediately. All the media went off, including Dodgers Nation. We all went off talking about uh, what does this mean? What does this mean? I mean, I guess we didn't say, hey, can he get traded here? We just said, hey, this is what's going on. I mean, often we don't start the, Ooh, the, the stories with hey. But Rockies he wants still to, suck. <laughs> Rockies still suck. The the conversation went, or, or the day went on uh, on Monday. 
Jim, not Jim Crane. I got Crane on the Kyle line. Freeland. Ooh. That they're they're pointing it out for me. I forgot about that. Thank guy. you, Perez. We appreciate he, he, you. He only beats the Dodgers, though. Nobody else. Uh, and Frank Talk LA is helping. There was uh, there was Herman as well. That they they I mean they, it's they had German. They had some some people definitely, but oh whatever. yeah, the they Rockies had, announced they kept on comparing Herman to they had Walker bodies. Bueller. They had bodies. <laughs> I remember yeah, that they had human people names, but. As soon, what was it? Within hours, within I don't know what the time frame was, but eventually the Rockies GM Thank you, pulled <laughs> pulled uh, what's his name? It pulled Arenado off of the trade block, trading block, and and he did it in uh, I would say not not the nicest of ways. It's like you know we we just can't get a good enough deal for him, so whatever he's going to be here in spring training. He's our guy. So not long after that is when <laughs> verbatim the quote was. There's a lot of this is from Nolan Arenado. There's a lot of disrespect from people there that I don't want to be a part of. You can quote that, and and knowing Nolan Arenado, he's probably up in somebody's face. Like he called up Nick Conley to be really mad at him and scream at him. But then he threw a tub of uh, Haichu at him. Yeah, <laughs> rip Haichu. They but, got a commercial out of it. And then it's it's but. just it's just bad. It, it, it's really bad. It's uncomfortable. And again, like I said, I'm pretty sure baseball's happy that that this is going on but um yeah so with with that being said you know there were rumors of what the cardinals would potentially or apparently did potentially offer mm-hmm. for him obviously that's going to go down mm-hmm. right uh, you yeah. would think his yeah, value's got to kind of plummet because they're not going to be able to posture because mm-hmm. they know with, if with this in mind if he wants out you kind of got to do what you can to get him out of there. He wants out. He might not. He but. has a no trade clause, so he has some control. But more importantly, he has an opt out. I think it's after this coming season. If not, he has an opt out within one or two years. I forget what it is. So I think after twenty twenty one. There's Wait. just not a lot that you're going to be able to get can, from. Uh, can we decide if he's an LA guy or not? He is. He didn't see the Lake picture Forest. of him. <laughs> no, he, he just wants like how to be Paul here. George isn't really an LA guy. Never heard of her. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because the Clippers don't play here anyway. So. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Just, I just wondered if he's an L.A. guy. What even is a Clipper? I miss the good old days when we had more people like unnecessarily in this office when we're doing the show because Brooke and I are running dry. That's, that's unfortunate right now. Zed! <laughs> Zed, where you at? <laughs> uh, did you guys see the um, – I, I really like the, the hot take that a Rockies podcast that one of our uh, lovely writers has been blocked by, Zed, so I'm proud of you, Jason. But Purple Dinosaur podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> One one of the points they brought up is how embarrassing this is for for the organization and how bad it is because if if you can't you're paying Nolan Arenado a lot of money to play baseball and if he's that unhappy one year after signing this deal and by the way I equate this deal to people trying to you know getting married to save the relationship or having a baby to save the relationship no signing an 8 year deal to save the relationship wasn't going to work and we can see they have problems they've had problems for quite some time but Purple Dino uh, podcast points out the, the other uh, massive point that kind of relates a lot right now to Dodger fans is uh, quoting here uh, at least as this looks like you know, from the outside, they destroyed the credibility and now they have guys that are, I'm not quoting it anymore. They have guys that are like going to be searching for contracts, contract extensions. People like Trevor Story, David Dahl, Ryan McMahon, Brendan Rogers, whatever. They have these, these players with human people names that Justin Sellers, they <laughs> rest in peace. Cell block. Um, they have players that they would hope to retain on their club via contract extension that, 
you you see somebody getting paid what twenty eight million twenty nine million dollars a year and he's that unhappy being there, it's it's tough. So you think that and now you you start looking at where I related this to and a lot of other people did. You start looking at the Dodgers and this this paltry six hundred and seventy five thousand dollar difference between them, you know, their offer and Max Muncy's offer and arbitration. It's like we talked about it a little bit last week on our second show. It's not about the now. It's about the three years down the line. It's like, you know what? I'm going to test free agency. F y'all. You guys didn't think I was worth that extra money, even though I am second on the list of most home runs in my first two years in, in Los Angeles. So I don't know. There's just you, you have that those thought-provoking things that other people might say. And, um, yeah, you know, you, you really hope the Dodgers don't get themselves painted into a corner like this with somebody I don't, like Cody I don't think Bellinger. It's, they don't, I don't think That's it's, why they have this Max Muncy situation, right. to prevent – the Arenado situation. Right. That's what they're doing. It's a way different thing, though. It's not a matter of, I don't want to pay you. It's a matter of, well, this is a business, and we're going to run it like a business. I, I mean, it's I'm not necessarily that the... you don't deserve it. It's that, hey, we're going to do it like we've done it with every done it with. We're going to make sure that everyone is paid fairly. We're not going to give you money just because you want money. We're going to establish it and make sure that it's mm-hmm. done well. He understands that, and his yeah. agent understands that. Yeah. His agent, again, is the one who brought this forward and said, this is the money we want. Max Muncy didn't say, this is the dollar amount I want. This is his agent. Jose Rod 05, thank you. Mike Piazza stuff. This is what happened with Piazza. I mean, not not quite. I mean, obviously Piazza wanted the money, but it's sort of relatable in that regard where you you fracture a relationship with somebody over something stupid and, you know. The Dodgers gave Max Muncy, a, the Dodgers made Max Muncy. <laughs> Okay, that funky months. Yeah, they did. They made him. They gave him a chance. They said, "Hey, no one else know. is buying on you. We're buying on you. Maybe. Let's give you a chance." You're not going to take all of that. Every chance that they took on you, the roster spot that they gave you, all of that. You're not going to take that and be like, "Well, they didn't pay me during arbitration as much as I wanted to be, so I'm not going <laughs> to sign." It's not. It's not going to be anything like that. Did you read uh, Trevor Bauer's uh, AMA? On Bleacher Report, I haven't. I forgot that was Dude, happening. So he talks it's... about the arbitration process and like what, as a player, what you go through. And he kind of related it to like Max Muncy's situation, not directly, but like kind of like, a, hey, your agent brings forward that number most of the time. It's kind of discussed with you a little bit, but he's just basically like, trust me, I know, I know, trust me. Yeah. Like, oh, and they, and he even brought up a point like teams will say like, we'll give you this much, and he's like, yeah, that sounds good. And he's like, no, 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 trust me, trust me, we're gonna we're gonna ask for more. We'll probably go to a hearing, but we're gonna ask for more because yeah. at the very least, we're gonna get this. Mm-hmm. So he kind of brings that up. Players are in that hearing the entire time. And it's usually about a day. And he's like, he's like, yeah, it's really weird. Cause you're not, you're not really talking. You're just there. You hear a presentation on one side, you hear a presentation on the other side, they deliberate. That's it. And I was like, Man, are, what a weird process. And <laughs> cause they're not, base, they're not baseball there. arbitrators. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're like, financial business arbitrators and the players know that the agents represent other players too of course they're going to negotiate with the team right of course yeah i mean they they know the business that the agent has to look out for all his clients not just one and sacrifice one or all his clients just to the for the benefit of one why do so many fans want taiwan walker what's that about is it because his taco truck no, because he's Taiwan. It's a cool name. I would probably like a cool have, country. I probably would have taken him over <laughs> oh, Jimmy you. Nelson. I'm happy with Jimmy Nelson. He's a nice you guy. You would have taken Taiwan Walker over Jimmy Nelson? Dude, throws 99, bro. You do yeah, something with that. I mean, I, I can't guess, throw 99. You know who else throws 99? Joe, Joe Kelly. 
Never heard of her. <laughs> Anyways, beyond oh, all that, maybe man. maybe I went on a bit of a reach, but I still see something relatable to that. But the important thing is Arenado wants out. We are probably smarter about this, but also at the same time, we, we would love to have the guy. <laughs> is it going to happen? Well, it, it's, uh, is it, it going to happen, of, and what, what do you trade? <laughs> in terms of the reality of him coming to L.A., I put if I were to say percentages, I would say less than 10% if I want to be realistic about it. If we're going to play pretend and say what would we give up for him, there's a number of packages that we could deal to uh, to Colorado that they'd be more than willing to do that are 100% going to be circled around pitching. Don't mm-hmm. don't let anybody tell you any different. <laughs> they're they're going to be centered around pitching. So I you're got, looking at giving up a Dustin May, Tony Gonsolin-ish type of package that also includes Ross Stripling in it and maybe Jack Peterson included I was going to say, well. I got an elite, yeah. an elite level first baseman. Elite level first baseman. He can play first at Coors because it doesn't matter who you put out there at Coors. Imagine you guys know how Coors, like you remember back in the day, Todd Helton, everybody like the sun is directly in your eyeballs at first base to start most uh, evening games. So I could just imagine Jock Peterson trying trying to do that. Just like facing the wrong direction. (laughs) Jock, that way. I've been watching some random like, uh, you know, Sportsnet LA uh what do they call them? You know, Dodgers Rewind, old oh, games. Rewinds. And for some reason, they keep showing games with Jock Peterson playing first, and it just pisses oh. me off so much. That was a hard time this year. That was Watching Jock Peterson play first was like watching Alex Bregman at Astros BuzzFest. That's how I read it. That's because I'm a first baseman. Anyway, <laughs> Press 6019 says Jock is a platinum level first baseman. Hell yeah, Mimi Big Boy. Uh... <laughs> Uh, listen to our second show. Uh, we are on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. I always say it. I'm going to say it again in a second. But listen to our second show because we want to get to a lot more. Uh, <laughs> Straight Nasty 23 gets the Jack uh, Jack's Films references. Thank you. I didn't think people would understand my, my problems with the world, you know, Twitter for Android. But we, I think we got to talk a little bit, too, beyond getting as many of the questions that, are, that we – feel are worth getting into because you guys have had some some fire on here i really do want to talk about more about the astros thing but jessica mendoza and her take and pedro martinez's take so that's bad so that's gonna be on the next episode uh, of the podcast only podcast not the video thing and then um you know while we're still here i think people really do want to talk about the idea of going to anaheim to boo the astros i think we need to talk about that for for the video's sake and Fair sorry enough. for anybody anybody who made it this far uh ray the retro jacket was given away way earlier in the episode and you didn't win i'm sorry ray. <laughs> you did not win ray i apologize Keep so trying. there's early rumblings of uh and and we have very different takes off air than we're gonna say here there are early <laughs> I'll, rumblings I'll try my best <laughs> be a good boy <laughs> i understand you had one beer in high life before the show but yeah. still i lie there are rumblings of fans uh, potentially heading down to Anaheim to boo the Astros as part of the Angels' op- home opening weekend. Um, this is my initial take, and then I'll let y'all kind of dive into it right off the bat. Uh, I-, I like that it would help the team Anaheim actually sell sell out their tickets for that series. Yeah, you know, I would assume. Yeah, it's charitable. Uh, plus, it would be funny just to see a sea of blue. See if Dodger Blue at Anaheim for their own freaking opening day. Like, if there can be more Dodger fans at, at what do they call it, Angel Stadium of L.A.? Um, Edison Field. If, if there could be more Dodger fans Disney at Edison Land. Field throwback Thursday, 
uh, I would just, it would warm my blackened soul. But again, with, with that said, what does it accomplish? Nothing. Going down there, giving your money and, and indirectly your support for paying to see this team just for the sake of booing them. What do you get out of going to another stadium? You get to support another Los Angeles team, Gary, right? That's awesome. (laughs) Another LA baseball team. You can help pay for Mike Trout's contract. Never heard of her. Yeah. I I think it's, look, for some people, if they need to just let it out, because, you know, I I get it. Like, if I I get frustrated, I go out of the office and just scream. I just need that release, right? Or when you lose it, Mario Kart. Or when I lose that Mario Kart. Yeah. 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 You know, like, I get it. But, you know, if people need to go do that, go do it. You know, I just, I wouldn't, I'm not that kind of person to do it. I just think that, you know, I want them to, any of them that show up at at the All Star game, that's going to be the platform. If you're going to plan something and save money for something, why not plan something for the all-star festivities and then just go yeah. for it? Like you know? I'm definitely more of a proponent for voting for these <laughs> these these dudes to be uh, voted to the all-star game. Getting Astros fans at Dodger Stadium, and we are proud of some of these comments that are coming down. Let's go. We got <laughs> Will, – well, Fredo says that would be great. Okay, I mean, <clears throat> reasonable. <laughs> You got Frank talk for this us. Is there, my, this I, I don't this is my it. this is my favorite comment that I've had in the stream in a very long time. He said, "I heard Red Tone seven one four ain't having it in twenty twenty. Yes. Oh, where is it? We're giving him the clap. Red Tone. Oh, yeah, I love that oh, Astros man, that's traveling. So good. That, that Astros traveling. I mean, Angels travel agency. Oh, you know, Red man. Tone seven one four. I mean, they yeah, do a great is. job. They do a great job. They want to keep red it positive. T- red Tone seven one four. Yeah, Red Tone. Yeah. Or whoever. Yeah, the the Angels traveling. Uh, Look, I I'll talk about it. I no, mean, no. Uh, that uh, they uh, said. Oh, oh. No, no, no. Wait, hold on. Hold be on. a good boy. I'm being a good boy. Like they said, they're gonna keep it positive. So let's see how they keep it positive. You know, like. They want to show how how hard Dodgers fans yeah. can travel. Yeah. Go for it, you know. Like I think you're never, you should never knock another group. Mm-hmm. If they want to do it and they can find enough people to do it and they help Anaheim make a lot of money while making money on their own, awesome. Like, go for it. And then you know, I just hope that people know that they don't represent all of the Dodger fans out there because I think there's a lot of fans out there who don't think this is right. Like what? I mean, they're already talking about going to Anaheim and then going to Oakland, and then some people want them to go to Houston. I just would never spend that much money to go and just try to boo someone. That's fair. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Don't worry. Gin Rummies on Periscope says you get four free Angels tickets when you buy tortillas <laughs> <in> North Gate. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys want to go to the Angels home and opener, don't worry. Just go buy your tortillas oh, at man. Northgate and you get four free Angels tickets. Not not uh, not sponsored by us. Oh. Uh, on the flip side of thing, you know, cooler heads and positive heads prevailing here. Mora O'Brien on Facebook says, no booing, not cool. Promote what you love, not what you hate. As much as I'm angry about the cheating, still not cool. Agree. Look, I agree. I, look listen, it's you're at an away stadium as an Astro and fans are booing you. I think that's I get pretty much the everywhere. normal. That's pretty much the normal routine for players. They pretty yeah. much tune that out, guys. They're not hearing that. I wouldn't. Mm. I wouldn't even give them too much on that. It's a different story if they get booed at home. That's different. But on top of that, All Star Games in L.A. this year, mm-hmm. fellas. All-Star that's what everyone should. Plan so we for. are launching a campaign to get the Astros to the All Star Game. That's all I'm saying. Hashtag Real FRG for Celebrity Softball Game 2020. Where are you at, Chris? We need to really get you into that. Man. I would be so down. I'd, I'd get my ankle. Well, you think you could manage it? 
Yeah, I don't a, need a glove. Yeah, I just have an American. Lydia. Moshe points out that uh, the tickets are only $10 in Anaheim, so <laughs> YOLO, I guess. So we could all go. All right, well, we've definitely gone on uh, way too long, but uh, we just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this for sure. But uh, find us on the internet at DodgerNation.com. Subscribe to Blue Heaven on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, and oh, so many more places. I'm, I'm glad your voice got deep about the end of the show. I am, I am uh, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm me. I'm at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. You know, it's whatever, guys. Don't worry about it. This guy's at RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. That guy back in the corner, Mr. Gary Lee himself in the flesh. Give him a, give him a, give him a, give him a, give him a. There you go. That's good. We are at Dodgers Nation on Twitter, at Official Dodgers Nation on Instagram. A reminder, we do have a second segment. It's not coming up right now, but you'll be able to hear it on our website. And thank you to Cooper for coming and hanging out with us. Make sure you uh, subscribe to Cooper at uh, subscribe to Cooper at Big Swing Podcast it's at Cooper at Cooper Anyways, thank you for hanging out with us, guys, and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home. 